What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode 49. We're almost at 50. But anyways, this is the first episode of the offseason. And I want to talk about the 2022 season in these next few episodes because there's still a ton to talk about, especially with the new next-gen car and everything that we saw with the new schedule and stuff like that. So this one is going to be ranking the best race all the way down to the worst race of 2022 we're actually going to start with the worst race um this is i base this off of if i could sit down and watch a race live and react to it live in order what i would pick first versus what i would pick last so if someone told me you get to pick a race and you get to watch it live these are the races I would pick in order of best to worst so I guess we'll just get right into it um yeah that's that's pretty much all I took into account but I'll talk more specifically about why I would want to watch that race and that'll make it make more sense once we get into it so the worst race of the year this one is pretty obvious i think a lot of people would agree with this it was just all around an embarrassment and that's gonna be texas so there was blown tires but on top of all the gimmicks and drama that was happening there was just no passing so the racing in general just sucked and then you had that thing happen with blaney at the end where his window net was down technically he shouldn't have even finished the race and Chastain, Bush, and Elliott had that huge wreck. And it was pretty much just 100 laps of no passing and guys blowing tires and exiting the race. The next one kind of had a similar feel to it, and that's Daytona 2, the August race. Uh, the rain wreck at the end took out so many cars, and it just wasn't fun to watch two cars left that were even able to compete. So yeah that that pretty much ruined that race so many wrecks and especially with the next gen car with the injuries happening more often it just wasn't good to watch all right 36 oh by the way i i counted the all-star race and the bush clash that's why there's 38 here so 36 this one is martinsville the first race the spring race i think the only pass for the lead was under caution during a pit stop there was absolutely zero passing, nothing was going on, and it was 400 laps, it just was boring, and I don't remember one thing from that except for Elliot and Byron leading the whole thing. Number 35 is Sonoma, that one was similar to Martinsville, there was little to no passing, I think a lot of people like seeing Suarez win, but it wasn't really good hard racing at all, and... I don't remember much from that except for Harvick in the pit crew issues when he called them wankers and Elliott and Larson both losing the lead. All right, and then another road course, obviously the road courses were not great, is Road America. That one had a short battle between Elliott and Reddick, which was fun to watch, but just for one lap, it wasn't enough to make the race great. It was just a short blip. It's kind of hard to remember throughout the entire race. All right, then another uh, road course, this, the Indy Roval. 
a lot of people hated this race because of what happened at the end with everyone plowing into each other but it, it was unpredictable and you had the battle between Chastain and Reddick when Chastain wasn't even supposed to be there so that was actually really fun to watch and there was a lot of tempers and everything so at least we got that aspect uh, I might have even ranked it higher but just because it was so gimmicky I don't think I'd want to watch that ever again and repeatedly all right the next one is Dega 2 I thought that race was just the the ends of the stages were really good but no one could really build runs and start a third line so that was just tough to watch it just I want to see like guys go three wide and people follow them and then they they take the lead and that just could not happen it was track position was too important and compared to the spring race especially it just wasn't a good one uh he was a popular winner for some but all bias aside i didn't think it was a great race next one is going to be the first phoenix race there wasn't much passing the ending there was a few restarts and that made it pretty good but i don't when you only remember the very last few laps that's usually a sign that it wasn't a very good race and then next i'd go with the second texas race in this race if it weren't for byron and hamlin going at it at the end it probably could be top three worst but i think that made people kind of forget somewhat all the tire failures from the leaders and other guys out there and just mechanical issues in general so that did save it a little bit, but it's still one of the worst races of the year. The next one is Bristol 2, not the dirt race. Uh, I was at this race, so it was probably one of the best races for me. But from a TV standpoint, it definitely wasn't the best race considering what kind of racing Bristol can put on. Track position was important, and there was just a ton of mechanical failures uh taking guys out of it and that's obviously not what we want to see we want to see all the best cars up there competing and just the gearing and the speeds were not how they should be for bristol it was just all around a horrible bristol race next is the charlotte roval i think this one was also saved by some chaos at the end but it seems like a lot of the really boring and horrible races were saved by some stuff going on towards the end. In this one, it was no passing and track position was really important. But at the very end, uh, Briscoe was sending it into the corners and taking guys out. And then the sign came out and Elliot got wrecked and Larson hit the wall and that cost him his playoffs. And Christopher Bell was on fresh tires and he was able to maneuver through the field to the front so that was kind of fun to watch but still didn't make up for the terrible road course package throughout the rest of the race all right 27 is richmond to the second richmond race it wasn't a horrible race compared to what we might have expected with the package there what made it interesting was the strategies and who could kind of save their tires and get their car where it needed to be towards the end and that was Harvick he he started to gain on Logano and he act, we saw a green flag pass in track position wasn't the most important thing ever so that was cool and Christopher Bell was coming on old tires which is 
always fun to or sorry coming on new tires which is always fun to watch a guy try to get up there late and he didn't quite make it but it was still you didn't you didn't know how that race was gonna end then Atlanta 2 the second Atlanta race it was hotter and the cars were spaced out so we didn't see like that super speedway effect as bad it had a decent ending but we six super speedways it kind of eliminates the big crazy ending factor that I think a lot of people love and me especially I like seeing it two to three times a year and with six super speedways now we're seeing it four to five times a year next one is Richmond 1 really similar to the Richmond 2 it was a strategy race at the end and Hamlin was coming on new tires and he caught everyone and passed them so that was cool it wasn't amazing racing throughout the whole thing but I think when guys have to worry about their tires and everything it always counts for something because it's a form of racing and it's definitely takes a lot of uh, driver talent to be able to do and crew chief and everything and it puts the team into it then I would go with Phoenix to the championship race the racing itself was not good there wasn't passing track position was really important but the restarts were good there was the Chastain and Elliott drama I know a lot of people hated this race but the fact is the best car showed up and pretty much just dominated the field and I I know a lot of Elliott fans were probably furious in that Um, definitely lowered the popularity of the race but I thought it was okay and not it was better than I thought it was gonna be 23 is Pocono this one had a lot of good racing but when the cars started to get spaced out passing was pretty tough the corners are kind of flat there so we saw guys kind of just driving in the front and the guy in second would be in dirty air and he wouldn't be able to do much but there was good restarts and it's fun to watch them side draft down the main straight away all right 22 is atlanta one it was definitely better than the second atlanta because it was new and we hadn't seen it yet but it was filled with a lot of wrecks and took a lot of good cars out of it it had a lot of good racing though so it wasn't the worst race and that's kind of why it's right in the middle it's just tough to rank it any higher because of how good some of the intermediate races were which we'll get to soon but anyways 21 is bristol dirt it was it wasn't as bad as 2021 it had some issues in the beginning but the rain was kind of watering down the track and actually helping it and there was a lot of passing up front between reddick kyle bush logano uh, briscoe and it it was a good race i thought and it had some good racy moments and then obviously the end with briscoe's crazy slide job that came out of nowhere and that made it even better than it already was all right 20 is kansas 2 this race was just a typical intermediate race the package put on a good show at pretty much every oval or like intermediate oval so yeah bubble wallace won it and there was guys were driving through the field and truex and kyle bush went through the field a few times and there was a lot of three wide battles and slide jobs and everything and guys running the top and the best car won there wasn't any chaos so that was good we had already seen a race at kansas so i didn't want to rank this one too high 
but it was just it was a good race by no means it was a bad one 19 is vegas too really similar to kansas it was just a good intermediate race package showed up good here in both races um we had already seen it here so i didn't want to again rank it super high but it was a good race and i don't mind going here twice a year 18 new hampshire this one had a ton of different strategies i was actually at this race in person but i know even on a from tv it was definitely a good race too because bell and elliott exchanged for the lead a few times and kurt bush was coming on fresh tires and he was flying through the field and that was fun to watch everyone was wondering if he was going to catch him or if the caution was going to come out it was also nice to see a little more passing than you would have thought with that package there number 17 is nashville this one was kind of off and on because of rain but it was a good race really similar to the other intermediate tracks except this one's concrete and it's a little more flat but there was a lot of passing and there was strategy at the end chase elliott ended up winning after all the rain delays and there was a lot of comers and goers and he showed up at the end 16 is dover we only go here once a year so this one was a good one passing was a little tough but it wasn't horrible it was definitely better than it was in 2021 and there was some battles all throughout between kyle bush and chastain was up there and elliott and bowman and there were some different pitch strategy going on which switched up the field a few times and i'm looking forward to this race next year 15 goes to coda this is one of the better road courses it wasn't amazing racing throughout but the finish at the end was just so good with chastain bowman and dinger and chastain wrecking two guys at once and no one knew that what chastain was made of kind of until that point and i think that that made that race great 14 is homestead we hadn't been here in so long so that definitely helped it but overall it wasn't an amazing homestead race but it was really good still you could run the top and even though larson was so dominant i think a lot of people that kind of brought its popularity down but that's just how it goes when a guy's that good there and i didn't mind it at all there was even some playoff drama and Truex got spun and some different stuff going on and just the restarts were pretty wild three four wide 13 is Watkins Glen this was the best road course it's just Watkins Glen is the best road course in my opinion on the schedule and there was that teammate drama at the end with Elliott and Larson Larson kind of using Elliott up and getting the win but the Glen just put on a great show and I think it should be one of the only road courses on the schedule, and we should find another one close to it if we could. I'd rather go here three times than go to some of these other road courses. 12 is Vegas, the first Vegas race. That kind of proved that the intermediate package was going to be a lot better. There was battles between Truex and Kyle Busch and Larson and Bowman, and there was a lot of passing, and no car just got the lead and stayed up there. There was pitch strategies, and... Kyle Busch started in the back and drove to the front and Briscoe and him were fighting so that race kind of had everything. Number 11 is the first Dega race. This was definitely better than the second Dega race. Now looking back at it, it wasn't as good but in that moment it was good because it was the second super speedway race. It had a really good ending 
and there wasn't any crazy gimmicky crashes and rain wrecks and stuff so as a super speedway it was just an overall good super speedway race chastain ended up winning that one too 10 is the first darlington race if we hadn't gone to darlington twice this would probably be top three or four it was just all around amazing racing throughout the entire thing and then at the end logano ran down byron probably could have um, passed him clean but just destroyed him hit him with the dump and run blew by him and that made it for a really entertaining finish even after a ton of good racing and i think right then that kind of proved if you look at that logano was definitely the guy to beat throughout the rest of the year and going into phoenix number nine is gateway this was the first race for the cup cars here so it was a new race new track to the schedule and it ended up putting on a really good show there was a battle at the end with the green white checkered with logano and kyle bush and there was passing and it had everything you want out of a track like that so i'm glad we're going back here again eight is michigan this pack similar to auto club this package is just perfect for a track like this harvick won that one he he had some good strategy with rodney childer so there was that and he had to really earn it and there was comers and goers and hamlin was super fast but had an issue and ended up shuffled back and we got to see him drive through the field so that was a good one and that had everything you want out of a race like that too seven is the first kansas race this just had great intermediate racing throughout the entire thing and at the end kurt bush got shuffled back to i think maybe fourth or fifth had to drive his way back to the front past kyle bush and kyle larson which was definitely cool to watch especially because it was kurt bush's last win and i'm glad he was able to get that win looking back at it and how he did it was super fun to watch number six is the daytona 500 if it wasn't the daytona 500 it wasn't the best race ever but first race of the season with the next gen car it was pretty wild and the finish was crazy with blaney pushing pushing Cindric out in front and trying to make the move and drivers going underneath them and Cindric getting his first win as a rookie that was pretty nuts five is auto club this was just an amazing race it had multi grooves the surface is so good here and no one knew what to expect with this car going here but it turned out to be great and even at the end there were some guys up there like eric jones and suarez fighting for a win and trying the bottom and larson and elliot were going at it so that had everything you want number four is the la clash a lot of this one a lot of this has to do with just where it was and that it was the first race with the next gen car but it was so fun to watch the new cars at like the perfect place to do it and it was just a fun race in general it was short but it was cool three is the southern 500 this one i almost put as the best race of the year but it was still a little tough to pass once the tires got worn and kyle bush and truex kind of just drove away but it was an amazing race besides that and those cars were just a lot better but at the end when they both blew up and then eric jones had to hold off hamlin for the win it was just a super good race and the southern 500 always is it's tough to beat all right now we're gonna get into the top two races so the this one is definitely gonna be controversial but with the amount of hype that it made and how much we talked about it i don't know how 
you can't rank it in the top two or even the best race of the year. And that's going to be Martinsville to the second race, the playoff race. I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't much passing track position was so important, but just Chastain's move, just how much attention it got and how crazy it was, it shocked everyone. I don't know how you can't rank it this high, the, the spotlight that it put on NASCAR and everything, and even drivers said they couldn't stop watching the replay, so that move itself put it better than almost every race on the entire in the entire year and you can't replicate that again it's a once in a million thing that happened i guess and it's going to be remembered longer than i would say any race on this entire thing um anyways the number one race of the year if i could watch one race right now as just a strictly nascar racing fan i think it'd have to be the coke 600 because how long it is, you just get to see battles nonstop, and no one ever knew who was going to win. There was comers and goers, and it all ended with a late restart. Kyle Busch and Hamlin battling. There was Harvick up there, and there was a lot of crashes, and you you had to survive. It pretty much put every driver and team to the test. And I would say at the end, the best team rose to the top, and that's kind of what it's all about. And it just makes it feel like a crown jewel. And that's, I think everyone's always looks forward to the Coke 600. And it's been one of the most improved races from previous seasons. It was a great race with battles constantly and just everything you could ask for. So yeah, that's my ranked races. Um, Let me know what you agree with, what you don't agree with, I think that some of them are definitely could be higher and lower depending on how you look at them but I think from 1 to 15 and then from 38 down to I don't know 23 those are ranked really good and the middle ones between those numbers I just said it's tough to rank those they were all really close I would say we had about 20 really good races and then nine and races in another nine races that were pretty bad so it's not horrible and i would say if you fix the short track package which would also fix the road course package we would have both richmond races would be a lot better phoenix races would be a lot better all the road courses and there were just the only thing that could make a race worse is like a texas or tire issues or rain wreck so we're pretty close to having i guess 38 really great races throughout the year so we'll see what happens when they change this road course and short track package if that could improve those races then i'm really looking forward to the racing next year and i expect the intermediate races to be great i'm looking forward to those more than anything like the coke 600 southern 500 and kansas vegas all those ones and they're looking at fixing texas and if that they were to fix that it'd be amazing it would add two more great intermediate tracks and yeah also i think bristol if that package gets fixed that would be another close to a crown jewel race and make the bristol night race back to its form so yeah these are just my opinions but i think if you take anything away from this the races that are just at normal tracks normal conditions are just the best races and that's what nascar is all about once you get down to 
the bottom of the list, the reasons why the racing wasn't as good is because of, other than the package with the short tracks and the road courses, the reason why it wasn't as good is because of things that were just completely unrelated, like major tire malfunctions and the rain wrecks and stuff like that. So just... I don't think much has to be changed for us to have 38 perfect, really fun races to watch. Or at least, I don't know, 35, 36. Once the short track in the road course package is fixed and maybe even the super speedway package is worked on a little, I think that the only races that I'm not going to go into thinking it's going to be a great race is Atlanta and Texas if they don't change Texas. I think the schedule has the potential though all right one more thing before we wrap everything up a little bonus here i put a poll on my instagram and asked everyone what they thought the best race was and i'm gonna go over those and i i did this after i made my list so i'm curious to see how it uh matches up all right so here we go evan carl bond says the best race of the year was michigan I think it's definitely, what, where did I have it? I had an 8, and if you're a Harvick fan, you'd probably rank it the best too. And It's hard to say that it's worse than 4 through 7 on my list, like Auto Club, Kansas. It's right up there with those ones. The next one is from KFB Fan for sure, and he says that the Vegas playoff race was the best race. I think that it's definitely up there as well. I put it all the way down in 19th just because it was the second Vegas race, but there was comers and goers, and there was the Larson-Bubba incident, which wasn't cool, but it was entertaining. So that kind of made that race a little bit better and definitely got people talking. Next one says, is from Bahi underscore 40. He says, Kansas Spring because my driver won for probably the final time. Yeah, I if I was a Kurt Busch fan, it'd be tough to not place that as the best race of the year. It was a good race, and he, that drive he had at the end was really fun to watch, and I'm gl- I think a lot of people are definitely glad that Kurt got that win. J.C. underscore Butterfly says the hail mel in the wall. So Martinsville, you know, it was tough to put it at two, but... From just a racing standpoint, I had to put the Coke 600 ahead of it, but those are really close and I guess are interchangeable. Trevor's in Trouble says the Pocono Xfinity race or the Coke 600. The Pocono race was really good for the Xfinity series and there was that battle between Gregson and Gibbs at the end, which was basically a hint at how the whole season was going to go and Gregson got it done. That was a great race to watch, and the Xfinity series had a ton of really good finishes throughout the entire year that puts them right up with how good some of the cup races were. Gavin underscore Meatball says Atlanta won Chase 1. Great Corey LaJoy win. Yeah, that, that race was okay. It had a good finish, but throughout the entire thing, I didn't think it was the best race. A lot of wrecks and just so narrow it wasn't great in my opinion especially watching it for the second time in just a few months the outlaw under the underscore outlaw underscore is underscore torn says the coke 600 hands down yep that's my pick zachary 
Morand124 says that Coca-Cola 600. A ton of Coke 600s. It's actually really good that this many people love the Coke 600 because of how bad that race has been in years past. So it's kind of hyping it back up again, which is how it should be. All right, thanks to everyone who replied to the poll and i'm going to be doing more for every podcast hopefully because i like to get some fan input into it too but yep that's it for this episode that's everything i hope you guys like it and peace see you later